killer Should be told I'm the realest that I know Helped a lot of people just to get on where they go I ain't so my soul, I can never ever fold Please pardon my ways for what I did down the road Lost a lot of days when depression took control Lost a lot of friends when I... What up, y'all? Thank you for tuning in, and welcome to episode two of Real Talk. Today, I have David Mayo with me, and um, we're just going to talk about some mental health, a little bit about entrepreneurship, and we're just going to get started. So, David, tell me a little bit Tell me a little bit about yourself. Yeah, thanks for having me on, John. It's, uh, it's a privilege to be a part of a burgeoning new project. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, we're certainly in a time where more voices are required, and mm-hmm. people are looking for you know, answers and orientation. And yeah, we'll talk a little bit about that today and maybe uh, some entrepreneurial topics. And yeah, we'll see where it goes. But you wanted a background? Oh, yeah. So I just wanted to know a little bit about what you do, like for like work and just as your occupation and just a little bit about that. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I'd say my work, professional, creative, uh, you know, what to do with my life path has been complicated and confusing Mm -hmm. as it is for many people. Uh, I grew up in the Edmonton area. Um, I was a pretty troubled teenager. (laughs) I'd say didn't, didn't behave well. I didn't have much room, I think in my life for school and academics Mm -hmm. or anything extracurricular. And yeah, I was pretty singularly focused um, during that phase of my life on um, using drugs um, and drinking and sort of, uh, you know, trying to, I guess, numb or eradicate the pain that was in me. I don't know. It's like when you're in the middle of these sort of um, uh, cycles, I don't, I don't know how much analysis there was, but Mm -hmm. I can say, you know, the mental health for me, mental health has been a topic or a theme, you know, looking back even from childhood. Oh, yeah. Um, and just not feeling quite, quite right in the world, not mm-hmm. feeling safe, not feeling secure. It's, you know, it's common amongst many people. Yeah. And, you know, we all have experience too as like kids and adolescents that tend to shape us, destroy us, build us up, depends, you know, what's going on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'd say, so for me, that kind of moved into, I always had a difficult relationship with self and okay. never really accepted myself. Um, uh, didn't know what to do with myself. You know, people be like, you, know, oh, you got capacity in this, you're good at this, you're excelling here. But there was always just kind of an internal shutdown. Yeah. Uh, you know, that moved into eventually various addictive behavior. Um and I think the, you know, the purpose of that was to try to find some answers or like, I just yeah. want to feel good, want to feel normal, mm-hmm. um, want to feel something. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, and so it's like, I, I don't know, I spend a lot of those, a lot of my, I guess, formative adolescent years on that pursuit. Mm-hmm. And I also gained a lot of knowledge, though. Because, oh, yeah. You know, early on, what began for me was like this a deep sort of, uh, you know, introspect of what's going on with me. What's this path all about? Um, you know, am I going to be destroyed like so many of my ancestors or the people around me? Um, I'm, you know, I'm in the grips of addictive behavior. It's getting worse. And, you know, I really started looking inward and I really also, I guess, the necessity developed to develop a uh spiritual framework Mm -hmm. or 
um, a capacity to find answers, find help, um, you know, etc. Yeah. Uh, so towards the end of my teenage years, I was 18, 19, I went to rehab on the West Coast okay. and uh, ended up staying out there, mm-hmm. moved to Vancouver eventually, um, was going to school um, out there, finished my BA and immediately started a company. I started a company while I was in <clears throat> my fourth year of, of college. And um, yeah, and this whole time, I mean, what happened is I successfully got sober. <clears throat> like I removed the substances, <clears throat> the substances, sorry, that were plaguing my life, you know, alcohol and the drugs. Mm-hmm. And I guess my expectation was quite different. Okay. I thought, you know, you get rid of those things yeah. and life's good. Yeah. You know, just going to be full, full force ahead. And that wasn't the case because there was a, for me, there was a lot to undo uh, internally. Yeah. And that showed up. Uh, you know, mentally, emotionally, psychologically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'd say life got more difficult. Um, and I just kept forging ahead, I'd say, yeah. and trying to find answers. Okay, what worked for some people? You know, okay, religion worked for this group of people. Will that yeah. work for me? And just like trying things out. And, like, yeah, so like kind of just looking at like different ideologies almost? Yeah, ideologies, practices, mm-hmm. you know, go on a meditation retreat okay, okay is this gonna work for me is there is there does it click does so, it resonate with me sorry to cut you off um are you so like what ideology are you like or practice are you worked for you um in order to help you find like to find like yourself almost yeah so i'd say after um yeah and it's a good segue into like a main part of the story I, so i'd say yeah after about five or six years of sobriety and mm-hmm. i used I was uh, in various like 12 step programs. Okay. Uh, that's where I got my foundation of sobriety. Um, you know, after a while, the concept of, uh, you know, psychedelic mm-hmm. and hallucinogenic um, therapies okay. uh, crossed my path. You know, an opportunity to use psychedelic compounds to address, you know, some of the uh, mental schisms or underlying behavior, you know, with, with my mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is, uh, that's a process I've engaged in, um, in, in a few different settings. Okay. Um, mostly, w- uh, using ayahuasca. Um, sorry, what's ayahuasca? Ayahuasca is a, uh, plant medicine from the Amazon rainforest. Ooh. Yeah. It is, uh, it is a herbal tea, a yeah. hallucinogenic herbal tea that's been used for hundreds, if not thousands of years by different traditional Aboriginal groups. Okay. Um, in order to facilitate uh, a healing process, um, so you know within the tribe, uh, the the healer, uh, no one in that region is the Kirindero mm-hmm. or the the Ayahuascaro, uh, would lead ceremonies under the influence of ayahuasca to help address, target, and reconcile um, various psycho, spiritual, and even physical maladies. Okay, so if we got to slow down just a little bit, um, so you said you were take you took. Uh, an ayahuasca, ayahuasca uh, and yeah. ayahuasca, sorry, and a herbal tea. It comes in tea form. Oh, okay, it's a drink a beverage, and, and it's, it's a so it's yeah, it's made in the Amazon between. Um, it's com- in comprised of two different plants. Okay, uh, a vine, the ayahuasca vine, mm-hmm. and a leaf. And then, sorry to cut you off again. The shakruna leaf. Okay, shakruna leaf. So it, you said it, it works. It helps with uh, hallucinogenic. 
Like, well, what I like, can you talk so, a little bit more about yeah, that? Yeah, so ayahuasca is uh, a medicine okay. down uh, amongst the various Aboriginal groups in the Amazon, mm-hmm. and it's part of a complex medical system. Mm-hmm. Um, ayahuasca is but one um, of the major medicines, plant mm-hmm. medicines. There's hundreds. Okay. Um, ayahuasca is used. Uh, it does have psychoactive effects. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's very different from psilocybin or magic mushrooms. Uh, mm. But for people familiar with magic mushrooms, it's uh, it puts you into a somewhat similar state. Okay. And then in that state, um, the you know the spirit of the plant, along with the facilitator or the healer of the ceremony, mm-hmm. um, along with yourself, uh, are able to kind of see reality a little bit differently. Yeah. See your past differently, your orientation to your family, to mm-hmm. your trauma, to your emotions. Um, and so as a plant medicine, uh, ayahuasca facilitates a, a healing process, you could say. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that really helped you through, um, that really, so that, that ayahuasca medicine or herbal tea, yeah. like, is just something that you, that you took often and, yeah, I took under the and guidance then, under the yeah. guidance of, of someone who had trained for um, decades, many okay. decades, yeah. to use this okay. um, compound, this medicine. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'd say it certainly it began a, a different stage of my journey, mm. um, uh, and I guess was the beginning of me developing uh, a different spiritual framework, maybe yeah. than I previously had, or enhancing my relationship. Um, with the natural and spiritual world. Okay. Um, yeah. Yes. I'm starting to get a better understanding. Sorry yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, no, certainly. Yeah. And, and, you know, so I'd say, and then professionally during that period of time, yeah. you know, I've worked in a lot of jobs, a lot of industries, a lot of, you know, moving here, moving there, mm. trying this, trying that, um, you know, physical labor, uh, worked in the legal world for a while. Um, the company I started out of college was, uh, investor relations company so okay. we helped public companies um raise money essentially mm-hmm. or uh help them manage their investment base yeah and so i've done a lot and that's culminated i guess into the present day um uh i currently work for a biotech pharmaceutical company out of vancouver mm-hmm. that is um investigating and developing uh psychedelic medicines um treatments for those suffering from substance use disorder Mm. um so from addictions um and uh so that that is a field that in the last two years um especially started to expand dramatically um using psychedelics Mm -hmm. to treat treat a variety of um psychiatric ailments okay so so that's the job that you're the or the first company you worked for, it, it was involved with the psychedelics? No, that's currently, that's the, the job. currently you're doing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. That's, so that's present day. Um, but some of my experiences from the past, you mm-hmm. know, kind of led to this role. Yeah. That and makes, it, a lot of sense. you know, it's interesting. It's like, uh, you know, I'd often hear during, you know, periods in my twenties when I was quite lost mm-hmm. or didn't really know where I was going. Yeah. Um, you know, you hear, you know, all makes sense in the future. You know, the pieces, yeah. the pieces come together. Right? Yeah. Which is which I found to be true. But it's like, yeah, and I always hear that too, because it's just like, but for me, I'm kind of just like wondering when is that gonna like happen? You know what I'm saying? Because obviously our routes, our stories are different. Mm-hmm. But like, I do 
feel like a connection with your story where you say like you you were kind of confused on like your inner self or like what was true and i always and what the place i'm at in life right now i'm trying to find truth mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but there's like a bunch of different ideologies there's a bunch of different beliefs and i grew up in a christian home and i am a christian and so i have that religious belief and you know so we just see things from like a godly perspective mm-hmm. and but it's just like then people but when I tell people that, like, that I'm Christian and then we approach different topics, then they, like, challenge my ideology, you know what I'm saying, by asking different questions like, oh, is this a sin or is that a sin? And then you're just like, huh. And then, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah, no, totally. So yeah. it just, for me, it's kind of just like, man, like, what is really true? So Yeah, and I mean, it's um, what a question that is. Right? And, and it can be. And, you know, I've, I've found in my life is like, you know, just when you think you've found it, mm-hmm. it's it's stripped away. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you're left kind of, okay, well, maybe that wasn't true. Yeah. Like, we're good at convincing ourselves. Oh, yeah. You know, of, of, of something, especially when, especially when we're desperate or yeah. seeking. But, I mean, certainly, I think when it comes to, you know, for me, and I don't know if you uh, have experienced this too, it's truth is usually, it's a simpler investigation. Then, then we're then we're often led to believe. Yeah. Like it, you know, it can, you know, uh, you know, playing a sport or you know, going for a walk in nature mm-hmm. or hanging out with loved ones. Yeah. It's like, and like you get that sense of truth. Okay, this is real. Yeah. This feels good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's beneficial. Yeah. Um, and it's it's, you may not necessarily be able to put into words, but it's a it's a feeling or a state. Oh yeah. And I think you know, especially during this like this. <laughs> Where we're at as, oh, a, yeah, it's crazy as a civilization, right as mm-hmm. a people, um, during this point in time, it's going to become exceptionally important for people to find that yeah. wherever it is, mm-hmm. you know. And it's, it's like I'm, I guess it's like the you know I've had people kind of condemn me in the past a little bit or be like you know you're kind of you're not sticking to any one thing like you didn't get out of high school and just you know, get a trade or a good job and yeah. stick with it and, and go that way. Yeah. And it's like back then I was like, I was really terrified mm-hmm. that I hadn't done that. Yeah. And that I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. Maybe I've made a horrible decision. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, what, what you know, being able to exist in some like uncertainty yeah. and just sort of pursue what the heart is after oh, and, yeah. what, and what makes sense yeah. has, it's ended up leading to a, to a really great life. Mm-hmm. Um one that is marked by you know kind of i guess like being surrounded by things you enjoy oh yeah and people you enjoy and and it's like but it doesn't always necessarily come forward as come as straightforward as we'd like yeah you know i i feel that because and you made a good point by saying that um just like doing the things that you love you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. pursuing the things that you desire because i feel like well for at least for now i feel like for me that's the way i'm pursuing life like i want to do the things that that I love right now, like, especially in school, like, I'm, I've never been a school person, mm-hmm. but I know I have to, I have to do it, because right now, I'm also playing fo- on the football team, yeah. so it's like, it's mm-hmm. a must, and I have to get good grades, and I want to, like, I want to do good at school, because mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer of how you do one thing is how you do another thing, right? Sure. So, I'm, with that being said, I'm just trying to, like, find something that I like in school, you know what I'm saying? Because right now, I'm in kinesiology, mm-hmm. and it's just like, it's yeah. cool, but it's like, it's not me, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, it's so. the, like, I know, like, totally. It's like, uh, in college, I remember, well, first of all, I remember going to university because I was like, I had no idea what else I was going to do. Yeah. And that was just, like, programmed into me from, like, age mm-hmm. six. Yeah. So I went to university, and I was like, started out in business, uh, you know, 
I don't know how I felt about it. And then uh, ended up, and then I did economics for a while. And then eventually I ended up in, in English literature. And it was oh, like, really? and I was just like, okay, I'll just like, I'll do this degree in English literature. It, partly because I was like, this is going to be the easiest mm-hmm. thing. Because I'm just good at writing, yeah. good at reading. Yeah. Um, so like, it's going to be the easiest. But I'm like, it's also what I liked, mm-hmm. you know, as a kid. Uh, so I'm just going to go do it kind of what I like and yeah. be like, what do you do with that? Like after, yeah. and it's actually been a very, it turned out for me, you know, cause you know, so I'm a communications professional in okay. the corporate world. Yeah. Um, it turned out to be a very great skill set to develop, yeah. even though it was like, I didn't like choose it or dr- I just, I just went to just where it, yeah. I liked mm-hmm. and then that ended up being useful in the future. Like. So that's how a lot of life has gone like that mm-hmm. for me. So do you feel like that's the meaning of life? Just doing what you love? Yeah. And I mean, but like, good luck, good luck defining that. Right? <laughs> that's the thing. That's true. That's very true. Uh, you know, and yeah, it is a cliche, yeah. uh, but it's also probably true. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, yeah, do, do what you love. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess, but I guess at least initiating and carrying on with that quest mm-hmm. of, okay, I'm going to do what I love, setting that as an intention um, when the seas get, seas get stormy, um, yeah, is a, is a great way to go yeah. because it, it brings you back, okay, do, and I think slowly over time that refining process takes place mm-hmm. and you learn more and more, okay, I love this, don't love that, love yeah. this, don't, 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 okay, and then, yeah. That's true, and I feel like, just talking about the topic on um, doing what you love, I feel like that ties a little bit into entrepreneurship a little um, also because I feel like we, every human has like a skill set, a talent, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, that they're good at and that they enjoy, you know? Yeah. So I feel like, like um, for me, I like, I also like writing. I'm mm-hmm. really big on like spoken word and I, that's kind of what led me to do this podcast, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. this is, I guess I would call this like my side hustle or like something I would really like to do in the future, like mm-hmm. continue to do in the future. So I feel like that um, just chasing after your desires is like a piece of entrepreneurship. If, uh, I'd, do you, I'd, do you I'd think the same? Like, that. I mean, like, um, uh, because what I don't think entrepreneurship in a lot of forms mm-hmm. um, might not have anything else going for it. Oh, yeah. Because you know, people might get into entrepreneurship. Okay. It's like, I want to start a business or a product, uh, or release a product. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to, uh, you know, employ some kind of idea within the economy and make money Mm -hmm. or, you know, I want to succeed. I want to win. And like entrepreneurship often doesn't lead there. Okay. So if that's the reason it might not your, your, your longevity Mm -hmm. or your ability, I think to carry out a project, Mm -hmm. uh, might be challenged because there's a lot of failure um, mm-hmm. and a lot of loss that just that I'd say almost seems inherent to entrepreneurship that that uh, virtually always occurs. Yeah. So it's very rare, like the teenager who like launches a platform and yeah. it's like, boom, it's like it's, a, it's an exceptionally rare yeah. case. Yeah. So I guess my point is, like, if you don't have some sort of like love or passion, yeah, deep interest in what you're doing. Then I think the the potential for loss and failure mm-hmm. can be so overwhelming. You give up. That's it's true. Like if you really do love it, the failure doesn't matter. Loss oh, yeah, doesn't matter. Sure. You keep on and, driving forward. And to add on to your point, I feel like 
because you said you have to like have a real passion for it i feel like that ties into something i've learned throughout like the course of a couple mm-hmm. months is like knowing your why mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying knowing why you do the things that you do knowing why like mm-hmm. me in order for me to start this podcast i knew i had to reflect and and think about really think about why i wanted to do this because i had to invest like a lot of money into this and i was just like honestly after I, even in my first video it's, it's dropping today um at 7 15 i'm very excited about yeah. that but um even yeah like but when i was doing i don't even sorry i'm all over the place right now but when i was doing um my podcast before i was doing that i was doing spoken word on tiktok mm-hmm. and i had created a little bit of a platform i hit 10k i was like okay like this is starting to be something like that could work out and i was like instead of becoming like a selfish intent almost yeah. i was like oh maybe i can get some clout from this or <laughs> i could get um you know maybe i can make a couple of dollars but then like when people started messaging me on instagram because i linked my instagram through tiktok okay, yeah. and then people were messaging me saying like hey like what you're what you're speaking about is really helping me mm-hmm. and i was like whoa like because i would like one of my videos it was about overthinking mm-hmm. and um that one hit like almost 400k views and people are like hitting me back saying like wow like your words are really powerful please like keep making more videos or like the stuff that you're saying is really helping me and that made me feel warm you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying i was yeah. like and it's that so that was probably a little more directed to your why yeah like, you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. oh yeah so it was just like and i was like wow and i was like i've i really like the whole like money piece and everything like that and like the popularity and all that i was kind of just like it kind of just that warm feeling like just masked all of that, you know? It was like, man, I'm really helping that individual over there. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, whoever, wherever they are around the world, you know what I'm saying? I'm helping them. And that is, that's bigger to me. And like, people may think I'm lying, you know what I'm saying? Cause, mm-hmm. but it really, like, I really felt warm. Like I physically felt like the warmth in my heart. Like that really means more to me than just like anything else. You know what I'm saying? Cause yeah. I'm, I'm a firm believer in like, I just want to change the world. You know what I'm saying? I want to impact and inspire people. Mm-hmm. And if like I, if I'm the root of that, then that's amazing because yeah, absolutely even because you know even like those there's always been I, I've had like a lack of male mentorship in my life mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so it's just like when I when people helped me and gave me advice like I really appreciate that you know what I'm saying so like I I always wanted to do the same so if I can do that through the same plat like through my platforms then that's just big for me just like how. We were boxing in the summer, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we were hitting yeah. the pads and all that. And yeah, then no, I would come absolutely. up. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's, uh, and that's, that ties to what we were talking about earlier. In yeah. terms of, you know, we're living in a, uh, a very chaotic and uncertain time. Yeah. Uh, in, in a lot of ways. So it's, a, we need to find those anchor points, you know, and I think service, you know, being of service to other people, mm-hmm. helping out is certainly one of them. Um, I've, I've been thinking a lot too about like ancestors, mm-hmm. um, the you know the, the people in my family and community who came before me like okay. you know learning more about them focusing more on them uh you know because that's that's real and that's like a history that happened yeah you know and it's and it and it directly relates to me being here now yeah it makes a lot more sense to me than like flicking on the news and trying to make sense of like you know the political miasma oh yeah so it's like these things we can do that are just like they feel good they give you that that sense like like you were talking about and and they anchor us to our okay we're here in this human community yeah it's not so bad like yeah. we're pretty fortunate in this area of the world but it's like there's lots of good stuff going on and it's mm-hmm. like so to to contribute to that instead of like you know playing in the playing in the muck mm-hmm. it's way better on the mental health oh yeah i definitely <laughs> agree holy that's crazy so just 
to stay on like the entrepreneur like uh entrepreneur topic what like what would you define an entrepreneur as um i'd say yeah i mean and i mean i guess you'd find different classifications online or at mm-hmm. business school um entrepreneurs are classically people who uh deploy capital mm-hmm. um take money uh invest money into a project or idea to mm-hmm. bring it to fruition yeah usually a lot of their own money mm-hmm. um i think entrepreneurship more generally speaking is you know people who um make a decision to um activate or animate an idea a concept a product a service and provide it to an audience Mm -hmm. um to uh and to the economy Mm -hmm. um certainly with i think the intention of of generating revenue or something that helps them sustain their life Mm -hmm. um so yeah, entrepreneurship is, you know, it's it's ideas, it's from idea to to reality. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's manufacturing something. Yeah. Um usually and I'd say you know, and for me like I've worked for a lot of other people. <clears throat> I've never I've never truly enjoyed that. Uh, <laughs> so too. it's like I I've always I've always preferred working for myself, oh, yeah. working for teams. Yeah. Um you know, I I've got I I've, I've um been linked up for a number of years with some great guys in in Vancouver. Yeah, worked on a number of projects with them, and and so they brought me into this uh, biotech company, yeah. and you know, and it's and it's been a really great opportunity. So it's like, but that all came from you know, uh, so like entrepreneurship, networking, mm-hmm. um, you know, building a community. Um, it all, it's all sort of tied together. Yeah, I'd say. That, uh, sorry, I'm just trying to remember the point that you made, but you said. Um, uh, I just had it. I just lost my train of thought. Uh, you said, I can't remember what you, I can't remember what, um, exactly what you said. But anyway, just to flip it around. <laughs> but I feel like um, if I were just to make a new point, to link the two from mental health and entrepreneurship, I feel like, I think, um, how do I articulate this? being with being an entrepreneur mm-hmm. there's a lot of l's you know what i'm saying there's uh-huh. a lot of losses and i think you mentioned that earlier yeah. i think that's what i was trying to go back yeah. to but it's just like how do you deal with that you know what i'm saying because mm-hmm. you're always i feel like you're always going to suffer a loss here and there but it's just like sometimes it just some of them just hit heavier than others like yeah certainly to give you but an ex- same, with, same with like sports right? yeah like that's any, true anything we do like mm-hmm. i think but then the thing is though with with a lot of um, entrepreneurship involves investments and mm-hmm. there's money involved. So it's just like having that loss also means the loss of that money too. Cause you're putting in like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you're putting well, in I a guess, portion. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But yeah. I, I, so I guess that in part though, that comes down to what's, what's money mean to you and like how mm. important is it? That's because true. for some people they're just like, Oh yeah, you know, I, you know, I lost 200 K in that deal made 600 there loss. Okay. I'm bankrupt again. Going to start again I'll wow. in the year. You know, like there's people who have a very maybe overly flippant yeah. uh, idea of money, and who they're it's just like, okay, this, this, that. But yeah, if like you know you've worked your ass off for ten years and like accumulated a hundred grand, mm-hmm. and you're gonna invest it all into this startup or uh, some sort of entrepreneurial endeavor, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that'd be, and you're really tied to that money, yeah. and because uh, because you knew you know how long it took get here mm-hmm. and you know how quickly it could go away then yeah that'd be pretty terrifying 
So did you ever suffer any big losses like that? Because you were saying how never, you... fi- never finan, not financially okay. up until this point. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I, there's been losses, but they've been nominal. Um, I've often not uh, in the projects I've worked on so far. I haven't deployed a lot of my own capital. Yeah, my job's mostly been to uh, you know find people to invest. Okay, and so to develop a story and a narrative, um, you know, a company with a good story build a narrative around it and uh, sell it to people you know mm-hmm. be like do you think this company has a chance do you want to support that company with your yeah. money um sort of thing and so that's that's kind of been you know my role um mm-hmm. uh more or less in the so you said just like hearing everything you said so far you you've talked about like a lot of jobs that you've worked mm-hmm. throughout your life and um do you ever think you'll like start your own like business or like where you like where you're in charge and you're the one, like you're the boss or yeah and i mean i do i did i have uh i guess i've like started a couple consulting firms along the way mm. uh one of them still going in vancouver and and i or i started it with with other people and i you know i ended up leaving mm-hmm. um so yeah i've started my own uh i guess processes and i do i do like that i like having you know control over every aspect mm. um and, but for me, it's just a matter of timing. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes it's Kate. Now's now's a now's the time to go do your own thing. Uh, other times it's Kate. We're now's a learning phase or mm-hmm. process. Um, it's and I think people sometimes mm, I don't know. I've or I've at least seen in my experience sometimes people don't learn enough until they try to go do their own thing. Yeah, you know, they don't spend enough time with the master. That's true. Until they're trying to. They want to just be the master, yeah. and that can be good. That can that can that can mean that you develop into the master mm-hmm. really fast. Or, and just and I remember the point I was gonna say before, but um, you said that you never really liked like having someone that was in charge of you. Like you never really no. lean towards. Yeah, me too. And I, I, f- it's like I was gonna say, yeah, like, you know, ever what I'm saying? since childhood, you know, it's like that. Oh, that I feel you on that one. Yeah. Battle. And, you know, I worked in the culinary industry for, like, 10 years mm-hmm. cooking in kitchens. So yeah. I, I worked for a lot of, you know, egomaniacal, pathological, psychopathic chefs. <laughs> uh, you know, the, the chef yeah. people can, can be very hard to work for because yeah. uh, it's a very demanding setting and a lot needs to go right in a short time frame. Um, so, yeah, I worked for some tyrants, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I never liked that. But I yeah. also learned a lot from them. Oh, yeah you know how to manage yeah time and money and people. and I, f- I feel that too like i have this like i don't know people like to i guess i'm trying to make sh- make sure it's coming from a humble place because i feel mm-hmm. like a lot of people mistake my me not wanting to work for someone as pride okay, but yeah. it's i i wouldn't really define it as that i just want i want to be like you know what I'm saying the captain of my own ship uh-huh. type of thing so and, I, and it's just like some people would be like oh i feel like you just you just don't want to humble yourself and work for someone else. And that's not even the deal. Like, especially at my job right now, I love my job, Mm -hmm. but it's just like, sometimes I'm just like, man, like Mm -hmm. I just want to just, just, you know, just be in charge and just take over. Cause I have, I don't know, bro. There's just a lot of things that I feel like I'm capable of doing, but I just feel like restrained because I'm under, um, Mm -hmm. what is it? What's the word? Authority. Yeah. Yeah. But it's but uh, yeah Already, no yeah. for sure like I yeah I recall I recall feeling that way and mm-hmm. it's like it's like we're like you know I don't feel like showing up today for that That's but fair. it's like well you're on the schedule and it's like mm-hmm. so I guess 
but there are pro also pros and cons. Oh yeah. Know, of, you know, you start working for yourself, and then mm -hmm. it's like, you know, what happens on those days you're not mo like you're not motivated. Mm -hmm. Like how, how do you how are you gonna develop that and uh, you know do what you need to do? Yeah. Right. And so it's like I'd say, uh, you know, something, and this is you know what we were talking about earlier. Um, like a desire or like a, a, a drive of some kind. It's mm -hmm. like, you know, uh, I've identified a solution or a problem, you know, maybe in my life, maybe in society, greater society, mm -hmm. um, some sort of issue. And I want to develop and apply a solution to that issue. Mm -hmm. um, that's, that I guess is a frame of mind of, that's come about the last few years. And mm -hmm. it's really, for, for me, it is that it's that desire, driving, motivating force, helping, yeah. um, developing something cool, different, doesn't exist. Yeah. Like the company I work for right now is very, is, you know, spending a lot of money um, and um, uh, we've put a lot of work into developing uh, a new treatment for uh, addictions, you know, and substance use disorder, mm -hmm. you know, alcoholism, opioid addictions, nicotine addiction. Um, and that's work I've really been able to get behind because I'm like, <clears throat> you know, I've been surrounded by addiction my whole life. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of people who've died from uh, overdoses mm -hmm. of various kinds. Uh, there are a lack of solutions right now in mm -hmm. the world, anywhere in the world. Yeah. Um, the, the, the crisis of addiction is growing um, every year yeah. uh, in, in all developed and undeveloped nations. Mm -hmm. um, so it's one of those things. It's like, oh, it's a clear issue. Uh, no one's really tackling it this very well. This company is is uh, is um, trying to develop something to do that. That's yeah. exciting. You know, and so it's like, it's those things I get. And I'm like, okay, I can, I can get out of bed for that. Yeah. You know? That's, yeah. And I feel like, just going back to what I said, like the point I made before, just kind of tying into your why, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, you know why you're doing it. That's a good point. Yeah, like if you don't, and it's like I've had periods, you know, it's like I think, especially nowadays, is most of us are going to go through sometimes long periods of uh, maybe depressed, depression, mm. depressive tendencies, yeah. uh, anxiety disorders. Yeah. Like most people seem to suffer from some variant of anxiety. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the whole range and host of, you know, the mental illness spe spectrum, mm -hmm. it's like there's very few people who are spared. I think fully mm -hmm. from experiencing one or many of those. Yeah. So in those times, it, it has to, it comes down to how prepared are you mm -hmm. and like, what do you have in place as an individual, um, you know, and with your friends and community and family also what structures are in place to help me navigate difficult mm -hmm. times because they are simply inevitable. Yeah, that's true. And yeah, just like you said, like, I feel like everyone faces mm -hmm. like mental illness and, or mental health issues in, in some form, you know? But I feel like one thing, especially my generation, mm -hmm. what we struggle to do is reach out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I saw this tweet one time, and it's just like, um, people always ask, people always ask me if I'm good, and I always say I'm good, but I'm not really good, because if really I good. told you I was good, then what would you do? Yeah. But I feel like we have to normalize and talk about mm -hmm. how we feel, and that's what I always try to tell my friends, like, and that's what, I don't know, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like, Sometimes I feel like I'm, I'm a, people may perceive me as like a softy because I talk about my feelings a lot, <laughs> but it's just like, that's not even the point. It's just, I want, if I have something on my mind, I don't want to just sit there and just like dwell on it and just think about it on my own because I've had points like that and I've literally almost crashed and burned and like, 
there's been times where like I would just because I overthink a lot and mm-hmm. like there'll be times where I'll just think and think and I won't even want to get out of bed. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Just, I'm just yeah. like, but then it's just like mm-hmm. that's why I'm a very the way I am today. Like I'm just so open to talk about this stuff and we have to normalize it. Mm-hmm. But it's just and because it's not healthy and you see a lot of and I don't know what the I don't know what the statistics are, but I know there's like a, a lot of youth. A lot of people my age that take their life and it's just you just don't want to see that you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying and you never know what they went through because they never wanted to speak up yeah no, so, ab- absolutely yeah. And i think i think certainly in the last 10 15 years i think there's been a lot of progress there yeah oh um, yeah for sure and certainly the conversation around mental health and addiction has, has changed quite a bit mm-hmm. um there is an opening up occurring mm-hmm. um but yeah certainly more more needs to be done mm-hmm. and so you know, and and maybe that's another definition of entrepreneurship is like it's you know identifying problems and solving them. So, oh yeah. You know, or to maybe a, a simpler definition than the one I gave earlier. Mm-hmm. And like yeah, and that's part of it. It's because it's like you know because I know I know what it's like to sort of, I guess, dwell in poor mental health and exist that way for prolonged periods of time. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know if I could do something with my professional life and my um you know, to help people n- not experience that or to mm-hmm. ease the process or whatever, then yeah, it's like, that's, that's a, that's a great interest, mm-hmm. you know, and just same with you starting a podcast and, yeah. and, you know, being able to use your voice and your experience yeah. to, to help someone else. It's, it's, yeah. It took, <laughs> it took a lot of confidence. I feel like that's another piece that we got to, that ties into mental, sure. mental health, just like your, your mindset, mm-hmm. because it took a lot of just like motivation and just like encouragement for me to do this because I was so worried about what others were gonna think, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "Should I do it?" And yeah. even before this, I was <laughs> I was so nervous. I was yeah. like, "Holy!" Yeah. And like, I'm dropping my first video today, and I'm just I'm still nervous that it's mm-hmm. dropping. But it's just like, and then just in my mind, like I was just like, maybe this is not meant for me. Maybe I just you know maybe yeah. I was just overthinking. Maybe I just try to start something that wasn't meant to be you know what i'm saying so you always had those doubts and it's just like we just gotta i don't know yeah the doubts tough the doubts can be very strong very you know especially uh and i think content to uh you know producing i don't know i for me something that's fueled my doubts like historically has been there's so much out there nowadays yeah yeah yeah. and like the internet is so full of content and voices but you know i think I think you know this is the sort of work that needs to be done. You know, if you can create a uh, create an audience, um, you know, uh, reach out to people, form some community. Uh, p- you know, people need to help people like, yeah. more. I think moving forward now, mm-hmm. especially in the times that we're in right now. Especially, Crazy. like it's the only like yeah. where else are you? You know, historically during these periods of uh, I guess uh, you know high levels of you know uncertainty or chaos or mm-hmm. whatever it is. Uh, you know, you turn to your neighbor, right? And your family. Yeah. But it's like, now we're in an era where many people are so splintered off or, you know, don't live close to each other. We yeah. don't have that same, I'd say in the West, especially, uh, you know, North America, that same like yeah. fabric. Yeah. And, and it's, I don't know, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be challenging. Yeah. We just, we got to help each other and reach out. But I feel like a lot of people are just, I guess, just worried about themselves at this mm-hmm. point. You know, they're not, I want to say it's selfish because you do have to worry about yourself, but yeah. it's just like, yeah. if you're, but I, 
one thing I heard is, or I learned is that if I'm in a position to give, to help someone, mm. and that's what I'm trying to do with this, yeah, then I can help someone, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because it's just like, we're all just trying to fight this battle that's called life, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it's just like, we got to help each other and put out a hand. Yeah, yeah, but especially, I, I, and I've always thought it's kind of like, it's a shame how we treat, um, by and large, how we treat our elderly mm. in this society mm-hmm. and, you know, old people. Yeah. Um, because like, that's the generation who's navigated difficult times. Yeah. You know, uh, some of them lived through parts of the Great Depression, yeah. uh, end of World War Two, mm-hmm. uh, Vietnam. You know, all the strife, yeah. uh, all the civil um, civil rights, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, racial stuff in the U.S. in the 50s, 60s, 70s. Yeah. Um, you know, it's people who lived through hardcore times, and yeah. um, they so they know how to navigate difficulty but like we often we don't seem to access our our wisdom and our elders as much anymore that's true we kind of shutter them away i guess we just feel like we can do it on our own yeah we we do it on our own they don't know why they can't (laughs) yeah you know it's like but it's like so it's Mm. i think that's important yeah for sure i guess yeah that's a really good point that you make that you made but um just to like wrap things up um do you have any any advice to young like entrepreneurs or just just young people in like the in the younger generation that are just trying to get things going and figure out life and that are just battling through some mental issues and just or just mental health Mm -hmm. stuff anxiety like do you have any advice for them before we just yeah no i i would say so i know what what what's worked for me historically Mm -hmm. uh during the very dark times and low times is trying to find others who have uh, successfully walked through mm-hmm. uh, what I'm currently being challenged by. Yeah. Um, so whether that's, you know, even support pr- programs, group programs, yeah. uh, you know, just finding someone you can resonate with. Yeah. Because mental health is very difficult to navigate oh, yeah. on your own. For sure. Um, you know, so that's what I'd say. And and two, in, in business is the same kind of thing. I yeah. think, or it's like, you know, if you're interested in business, you're interested in a, in a specific sector, mm-hmm. um, find someone doing that and mm-hmm. like, and reach out to them and ask if you can, you know, meet with them or, uh, if you can shadow them or what have you, like, yeah. it's just like, for me, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not as much as a, of an academic oriented person. Yeah. Um, I think all the skills um, that I've developed have, you know, have come through kind of real world scenarios and experience and like learning really quick on the job. Mm -hmm. So I just say it's like, you know, you need to like get off the internet and, uh, that's a a whole different conversation (laughs) that we're not even ready for. You know, and it's like, find that real world experience. What are you interested in? And if it is an internet thing, which a lot of jobs are obviously nowadays, then get on the internet. But it's like, but yeah, it's like, I don't know. We, I think, like resil. Whatever you can do to develop resilience, that's going to be the most important quality and trait in the next ten years. Mm-hmm. Uh, resilience. Find out how to solve problems uh, by getting the people around you who can help solve those problems. Yeah. And just seek out. You know, seek, seek, seek. Yeah. Be active in it. Mm-hmm. I'd say with, and that's hard when the mental health is poor. I, I'm, I'm yeah. aware of that. But it's that's like true. you need. You know, when you know change is required, it's yeah. like there's that inner strength. <clears throat> yeah. And I think, <clears throat> you know, when, and a lot of people think it's like, you know, when we make that decision, yeah. you know, inside, like, okay, I want to change. I want something new in my life. That's I got to 
fix this because nothing will change if you no. do nothing so it's like yeah so sometimes you know we make that decision and then we get the yeah. direction to do so right or the power yeah, that's mm-hmm. true yeah. wow david i really appreciate you coming yeah, no, on the show great. thank you so thank much you. yeah this was excellent this is <laughs> fantastic conversation um this was a gem right here mm-hmm. and i always feel like you have you're like a like my big brother that you know what I'm saying <laughs> like weird uncle yeah <laughs> literally you know and like I really appreciate all the advice and like help that you've always given yeah, me yeah. you know I remember we just we'd all, we would have times where we were just talking in the backyard for like mm-hmm. almost an hour you know just yeah. talking about like what I wanted to do or you know what I'm saying you just like really just listen so I really appreciate that and just thank you for sharing your story yeah. and just you know I'm no, definitely and I'd, I'd say thank you to you guys too because yeah. it's kind of it's kind of the opposite it's you know you guys uh, living in the house here are all so dynamic yeah. and you guys will just be like you know here's all these ideas we're working on we're just gonna go ex- you know implement them yeah. just like do it and, I, and that's been helpful for me because I'm like yeah it's like you know, because I over overthinking, you yeah, know? and I'm just like, yeah, just just do it, right? It's yeah, like, so you guys have been an equally good example, so I'm, oh, I'm yeah. grateful. But yeah, I appreciate it, and um, I'm definitely gonna have you back. Oh yeah, sometime soon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. when you literally like yeah. ten steps yeah, away, yeah, so yeah, it's, it's just very convenient. yeah. But yeah, um, thank you guys for tuning in, and this is episode two. See ya. Cool. Oh wow, oh, this is that was that's fun. That was awesome, bro. Yeah, that's fun. That was awesome.